Every single time I hear it, and I'm not sure when I'm going to get used to it. It's a laugh inception. Also, it's the best part of the whole thing. That's what people come here for. I mean, do they? That's questionable. I'm not sure. Let's I, try. <laughs> let's try and produce some content yeah, that people come for, that. other than the laugh. Well, I mean, we've had a pretty big week this week. Yeah. We had Rebel Wilson. She was on the last show. She was on the podcast. Absolutely huge week. Rebel Wilson's episode went straight to the top of the chart, straight to number one. We're still sitting comfortably there, so it was a really great week for Life Uncut. It was, and this week on the radio show, we've got a very special one for you, Bo Ryan. He's been kicked out of the jungle, but we're mm. going to be talking to him about what it was like being on Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Yeah, there have been some questionable headlines about Bo Ryan too. <laughs> but we also want to unpack. Now, Laura, you have seen something floating around. You want to talk about what you lie to your kids about. Oh, no, I haven't seen something floating around. I have my own experience of me lying to my children. You just lie and I want to know. <laughs> I want to know if I'm causing some psychological damage here or whether or not... All your mums out there are doing the same thing. I'm going to say it's highly likely you are, but I don't think you're alone. I don't think I'm alone. <laughs> in the meantime, we're doing this. A TikTok trend has caught your attention. There is a TikTok trend going around. I don't know if anyone has seen it yet, but there is a pretty famous TikToker by the name of Julia Carlyle. Now, Julia Carlyle has started this trend where you list what has given you the ick in your relationship. Now, if you are sitting in the car right now and you are thinking to yourself, what is the ick? I'm going to tell you. The ick is when one day out of nowhere, it hits you like a truck. You look at your lover, your partner, <laughs> the person you're dating, and you were just like, I am so grossed out by you. I feel the ick. I feel disgusting. I cannot be in this relationship anymore. That is what the ick is. Like you're instantly repulsed by their existence. Like you vomit in your mouth and you have to re-swallow <laughs> it. <Jesus. That's- laughs> Do you know I once got the ick? I was on a second date and I was sitting at the guy's house and then he pulled out of his bag a piece of floss oh. and started flossing his teeth oh. on the couch. And like, I feel like... Flossing your teeth kind of smells a bit as well. Yeah. And it was, it's a personal it's thing. A, you do it in your, in your own privacy. And I remember sitting there watching him being like, well, this isn't going to go anywhere now, is it? So was that early days dating or was that a relationship? It was like, well, I would say it was a second date, but I ended up in his house. So <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a second date. <laughs> do with that what you will. You can use the word date very loosely in this. It was the second rendezvous. Okay, you were getting lucky. <laughs> you, were- <laughs> you were getting lucky with the floss. I got the ick, I want to tell you. I got the ick so badly once. I was actually in a relationship. I know that's funny in itself. It was a very long time ago. <laughs> I was in a relationship and we'd probably been dating about six months and we decided we didn't know each other that well. It was a long distance relationship from the dot, from the get go. How can you get the ick for someone you barely ever see? Wait for it. I decided to go on a holiday by myself. I'm like, yep, booking. I'm very independent like that. He's like, you know what? Why don't I come to get, why don't we go together? I was like, okay, fine. We get on the plane. We're sitting next to each other. And we just started to like argue straight away. I thought we'd never spent this much time together. We had six weeks together. We get to Vegas. We're we're three days in (laughs) to this whole holiday that's planned. And I wake up one morning and I see him getting in the shower. 
and I look at him and he didn't do anything. It was just it was just his being. It was just his presence. And I got the ick so badly. Wait, you got the ick because he was alive. <laughs> he didn't even do anything. Yeah, it's like he was breathing too heavily. I don't know what it was. Like it was just walk was it the way he was walking to was the he shower. Nude, maybe nude. Was I, it his- I think it was a build up. We'd had the fighting, we'd never been in each other's company that much. So do you know what I did? Three days in, six week holiday, I just left. And I never saw him again. Wow. <laughs> I just left. Do you know some people actually come to our podcast for dating advice? That's the craziest part of this whole thing. We want to know your icks. What ick hit you like a, like a ton of icks? We had some people slide into the DMs with what gives them the ick. I'm going to read you a couple now because they're pretty funny. I mean, they're all pretty reasonable, I think. I think they're questionable. I think there's people that are going to be alone for a long time if this just wasn't giving them the ick. Says me, whose partner was breathing and I left. He would have a glass of milk as a drink. Matt does that all the time, and I agree. It's yeah, I kind love of a weird. Glass of milk. No, it's weird. No, I am against. The, I'm on par with this. I hate milk. He wore a backpack everywhere <laughs> we went. Now, is a backpack? Yeah, weird. What's worse, a backpack or a satchel, or, or a satchel, or a fanny pack, or a leather satchel? Do people call it fanny packs here, though? Or like a bum bag? I think a bum bag's the worst. Do you reckon bum bag? Unless it's a fashion statement. <laughs> it's never ever a fashion <laughs> statement. This is probably my favorite. He sent me a video of him doing a pull-up naked. So he sent an unsolicited fitness picture. Well, a naked one, an unsolicited, yeah, pull-up. Oh, that's a lot. He I don't to... know. I think I'd be okay with that too. I have no. low standards. If I was a, if I, yeah, poor Matty J, block your ears. <laughs> Matty J is a milk-drinking naked yeah. pull-up and he also flosses his teeth on the couch. And I'm here for it. We open the phones, 131065. <laughs> What's your weird ick? What gave you the ick? Semi, you're on the air with the girls. Hello. Oh, hi, guys. So my weird ick that I got, I was on one of those walking dates in lockdown and we took one of our friend's dogs to a lake that was nearby and it really liked playing fetch and running into the water and getting the tennis ball. I was throwing the tennis ball to this dog and my date goes, oh, yeah, yeah, let me throw the ball. Um, He's pegged the tennis ball directly into the ground and I don't think I've ever seen anything so uncoordinated (laughs) in my life. (laughs) There is nothing worse than a limp left arm than a limp throw. (laughs) What did you do? Look, I just couldn't help but laugh, but I was also just cringing the entire time. Like, oh, dear Lord, please tell me you actually know how to throw. Second attempt wasn't great. It it made it to the water, but I think it's just cemented in my mind. Did you end up giving him a second date or was it completely off the cards based on his Um, little pathetic throw? Look, he's actually my boyfriend now and I still make fun of him for it. But, oh, my gosh. Can I make a suggestion? It was the biggest ick. Yes. I think you need one of those ball throwers, you know, that you can just put. He doesn't even have to bend down to pick it up. I feel like that's going to be a Valentine's gift and probably get thrown out pretty swiftly. (laughs) Thank you, Sammy. (laughs) We'll go to Chantel, 13106. Hi, Chantel. What's your ick? Hello. As an OG podcast listener, I'm so proud of the girls. Oh, Um, Chantel, welcome. (laughs) Chantel, you can stay. Yeah, you're our favourite. Don't hang up. (laughs) I love you both. Um, My ick would be... I was having a Carrie Bradshaw moment and getting my, you know, roll on, set up in the bathroom, you know, your toothbrush, all of that. And then I saw it. I opened up the cupboard and there was a very well-worn electric toothbrush head and I just couldn't cope. I I was looking at it, just looking at it. It was too much. You mean like (laughs) when the the bristles are all splayed to the side and there's like a bald patch in the middle? (laughs) Yes. In his no. defence, I am definitely pro-electric toothbrush as opposed to like a manual handheld brush. Yeah, but not one that's being used until there's no bristles left. What are you polishing, a boot? <laughs> no, you need to buy him a new head. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's exciting. All right, thank you, Chantel. Uh, hello, Jam on 131065. You're on the air with the girls. Hello. Okay. So a mutual friend, she introduced us via Facebook. So we got talking on Messenger and we really vibed. It was great. I was, oh, he's really cool. So he drove an hour to my place to meet me. He turned up. He got out of his car and he was wearing these stacked heel cowboy boots. Oh. <laughs> and, and I mean, I just, I noticed the boots straight away. And I would go inside and my got wooden floorboards in this little house and he's following me around I'm showing him this tiny house and it was like literally someone walking around in high heeled shoes and all, all I can hear David Jones yeah, toe heel toe alright Jem I have a question are yes. you located in Tamworth yeah, if you're in the no. country. No, because if you're not in Tamworth, the only way that this is no. remotely okay is if you live in Tamworth and you go into the Tamworth Country Music Festival. Otherwise, it's a bought mission immediately. I mean, he did drive no. an hour, an hour and a half, didn't you say? Maybe he drove from the country to <laughs> come see you. I mean, put your, put your thongs on. You, you can change in the car. You've got time. Oh. <laughs> Brittany, there's nothing worse than thongs with jeans, though. That's the real Which story here. Would you rather high-heeled cowboy boots or thongs? Tell me that. I think I'd rather cow boots oh, than thongs and jeans. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm alone no. on this island. All new in 22. For your Saturday morning, the, the last uncut radio show with Britt Hockley and Laura Byrne. On Kiss. Britt, Laura doesn't know this, but you've had some email troubles this week. Oh, look, I always have email troubles. I <laughs> always have email troubles. Usually it's typos when I'm in a rush, and it's I'm not proud of it. But this week something happened where... I really, really wasn't proud of it. I want to know if it happens to you guys too. Mm. Next week we have an episode. We interviewed a woman named Beck Brown and she was kind enough to bring us some homemade brownies. So I wanted to write her an email afterwards just to say thank you. They were very good brownies. They were. the brownies, brown brownies. Oh, yes. Okay, the brownies were out of this world. So I, I get back on. She's a professional woman. I get back on and I'm typing to her <laughs> and I want to say to her, I'm just trying to hype up the brownies. So I just want to say what is this kind of sorcery? Like this brownie, what is this sorcery you're using? How did you create this? You know, like which craft yes. wizardry? Yeah. I reckon I tried to spell the word sorcery five different times. Oh. I didn't know how to spell it. It was S-O-U-S-U-S-O-R. Right. I couldn't spell it. So I had to change my, I just deleted the whole paragraph. In <laughs> change, change the word. Yep. And what I had, is this I magic? I had to like thesaurus it. Yeah, I went with um, wizardry. I went with wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> What is this wizardry? But I want to know, what is the word for you? Is there that one word yes. that you stump? Because yacht's a big one. Considering how much champagne I drink, I'm always like, is it champagne? And I'm always like, <laughs> sparkling wine, love it. <laughs> I say champagne in my head every time I spell the word. And I also say February. I have to like phonetically sound it out. I think wor- I think like days and months can be a big one. Like uh, Wednesday. I'm always like Wednesday. Day. I feel like a lot of people do this, though. I used to date someone that couldn't spell remember, and he always <laughs> used just to drop one E and M, and it was remember every time. It was remember. Oh, do you know why? Going back to what we talked about earlier in the ick, mine is... Anytime an ex of mine would go to say definitely, he would say defiantly. Yeah. <laughs> defiantly. <laughs> and I was like, it's not defiant. But anyway, I'm not sure if it was just an accidental you know, iPhone glitch or whether he actually thought that that was the word. I mean, obviously I could have just Googled the word instead of rewriting my whole email. But at the time, that felt what I needed to do. I also don't think that you should take this as a learning exercise. If your phone can't auto-predict what that word is, you should never use it again. Yes. Laura, can you spell sorcery for me right now? No. <laughs> Mitch, can you spell sorcery? Not your show, it's, not mine. Yeah, I know. Nope. This, what, when did this turn into a spelling bee? Yeah. Like S, 
It's not a spelling bee. Use it in a sentence, please. What is this sorcery? I have I have a hack though. If you use Siri, it'll spell it perfectly. Oh, like dictaphone. Yep. You just say tap the Siri and say sorcery, and it will spell it for you. Do you know phones are just making us dumber though? That's the real problem. Convenient, but a lot dumber than what we need to be. Look, it's not a spelling bee. I just wanted to make myself feel a little bit better, but you guys have definitely done that. So thank you. You're welcome. Ask Uncut. Ask Uncut is a segment that we do every week on our Thursday episode. It is where we answer your deep, your dark and your burning questions. And this week we have a question that has slid into the DMs from a lady named Lara. This guy and I have been really, really good friends for about three years, but we've recently been hitting it off in a more romantic sense rather than just being friends. And I have to leave for uni in a couple of weeks and we just haven't quite had the what are we discussion yet. It's not as simple as just going back to uni because I go to uni interstate. If I was in Sydney and I was here for uni most of the time, I wouldn't even be questioning this and I don't think he would be either. I see him about once or twice a week. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do long distance or whether that's something he's even considering either because it's just something that neither of us clearly want to bring up. Any advice would be super helpful. I'm signing off. Love, Lara. It's always so awkward when you've got to have that first conversation, the what are we conversation. Oh, see, I don't think it is. I'm going to be on the other side of the fence on this one. I don't think this actually has to be an awkward conversation. I think if something's bothering you, Lara, which it obviously is, you're about to go away, you're about to, I mean, you are going to have the best years of your life at uni. These are going to really pave who you are and who you turn into If this doesn't work out, it's not a big deal, put it that way. (laughs) I'm really big on just putting it out there because whether you put it out there or whether you skirt around the bush, the answer's going to be the same. So do you want to get to that answer and decision sooner rather than later I would just sit down and say hey I love spending time with you we've obviously got something really good going on we both know we're moving away where do you see this going do you want to try and make this work or do you think we just sort of do our own thing and come back and see where it goes at the end of the year but I think all you can literally do is throw the question to him because again you either do it now two weeks or a month his answer is probably going to be the same. Yeah, but I don't think that that diminishes at all how nerve-wracking it can be. Like, mm. I mean, if she doesn't know what the answer is going to be, if it could be a resounding no, sometimes we put off asking these questions because we don't want to hear what the answer is, which totally. is why we stay in situationships for so long because we're so scared that the answer is going to be like, oh, actually, I'm just not that into you. But like Britt said, I think the sooner you ask it, the sooner you can either A, have a boyfriend, or B, go on and live your best hot damn uni life. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, both are great endings. So I think it's totally, it's a win win. win, win, win. <laughs> all new. In 22. Brit Hockley and Laura Byrne getting saucy for your Saturday morning. The Life Uncut Radio Show on Kiss. Ladies, he's the host of The Amazing Race Australia. Was just eliminated from I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Bo Ryan is here. Hey, guys. How are you? Bo, welcome to Life Uncut Radio <laughs> Show. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, well done. Congrats on the show. You're killing it. I'd say congrats to you too, but you just got kicked out of the jungle. How does it feel? <laughs> yeah. I don't, know about, I don't know about kicked out. I mean, more sort of fell on my sword. No, it was... It was actually good to get out of there, to be honest. Yeah, it was good. It was a great feeling. Did you think you were going to win at some point? Were you in there thinking, it's going to be me at the finish line? Uh, never. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Wait, After, why? Why never? Uh, to be completely honest, I think I got in there day one and I don't know, everyone was good. Everything, everyone was good pretty much the whole show, but... I think it was the afternoon of day one, so after our first night, and I remember Brooke McClimate saying, "All right, what are we gonna, what do we eat now after we had our half a cup of rice?" 
And they said, no, 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 we have to win more food. And I was like, don't we just have, like, more rice and beans? Isn't that the show? And they're like, no, no, there's no more food. And I just remember Joey had just come in uh, the night before, and I just looked at him, and I was like, so we have literally no more food. They're like, no, we have to win more food. And I'm like, I really should have watched the show before I come in. Eh? <laughs> That's how I felt about when I went on The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least it wasn't The Bachelor. That's one thing I got up my sleeve, yeah. So what are you up to now since you've left the show? Um, well, I was I had a break for a bit. Um, I've had a hectic year. Um, I've been away for quite a bit for Channel 10, doing Shooto 10, an amazing race, and we go away again in four weeks. So I went up the coast with my family um, and got back yesterday, actually. Um, and we went up to Gold Coast and we come back and it was good. My house is looking like Jumanji. I'd been away for about four and a half weeks um, and it was good to get back to perhaps in the driveway. So it was, it was a good feeling, good <laughs> well, feeling. At least you would have felt right at home getting back there with everything being overgrown. <laughs> but tell me a little bit, there was some drama that happened between you and Poe. How are you guys now and, and what happened there? And was it really over food? Yeah, see, I, um, I get on really good with Poe. I mean, probably out of everyone I speak to probably... Nathan Buckley and Poe, I'd say the most um, out of everyone. So I missed a couple of episodes in the middle when I was coming back, but I watched that episode and it was hard to watch, to be honest. I mean, most of the stuff that happened with me in the jungle, I sort of spoke to people about it. And then Poe sent me a long message, actually, the night of the episode and said she wished she spoke to me about um, how she was feeling rather than go and talk to the talkie-talkie. But um, <laughs> it just is what it is. Like, you just, it's so hard to explain um, unless you're in there. I mean, you you make sacrifices, obviously, to do, you know, all the different jobs I've got. But taking away food from me, I've never been so challenged in my life. I, I can't explain um, the feeling I had. Like, I mean, on one of the days when I sort of lost the plot was when I come back, we'd been on a trial, our team, and there was like a few, there was a bit of uh, rice and beans meant to be left for lunch. And then when we got back, it was just gone. So they just sort of test you in every way to try and break you, and they and they won, Channel 10 won. Nathan Buckley, a.k.a. Bucks. Did yeah. he get paid as much as you say? And come on, we all want to know. <laughs> See, that was funny. Before the show even started, we couldn't say we're in it, and there was articles saying that me and him had an argument, which is really hard, because usually, probably like you guys, if there's a rumour or an allegation or something, you can sort of front on radio, or I'm lucky that I do TV and radio, or even on your socials, you can sort of squash it or address it, but that was a hard one, I think, before the show even started. Yeah, no, there was no talk about money. I mean, money was the last thing on my mind, to be honest, in there. Obviously, my, my biggest issue was food. But, um, yeah, 300 grand is is good money. I mean, it's okay money. It's good money. I mean, I'd be saying yes. But we, didn't, we, didn't talk, we, didn't, we didn't talk about money at all, but I'd be surprised if you got paid less than that. Very surprised. I feel like 300 grand is pretty okay if you just got to go a few weeks without some food. You can handle well, I that. Think three, yeah, 300 grand is, um, <laughs> I think 300 grand is good good money for, for three or four weeks in the jungle plus a little bit of quarantine. It's, it is good money. But, I mean, Nathan Buckley's been on Monster Money for the last 15 years. So, to him, I don't think 300 grand would it, is what it is to us. So, long story short, did Bucks get paid more than you? <laughs> well, if you got 300 grand, no. Oh, there's some tea there. I was about to say, I bet when you were starving and wriggling around on the ground that you thought they paid no, you some he, more. Um, he got paid more than me, yeah. We didn't talk about it, but yeah, if you got 300, he did, yeah. But Bo, there are so many headlines going around about you. And here at Life Uncut, we do a segment where it's headlines or head lies. Yeah, you awesome. tell us if it's a lie or if it's the truth. 
We're playing Head Lies, where we bring you uh, big stories, headlines that have been in the media about either the okay. girls or our guest. Uh, and ladies, we have some for Bo Ryan this morning. Bo, oh, I have to be honest here. So you, you say a headline and I've got to say if it's true or if it's false. Yeah, and give us a little bit of the backstory. What happened okay. to you? You know, there's been a lot of things that have been written about you recently. We want to get to the uh, bottom of it. Yeah, here okay, we go. Fill me in. Fill me in. The shocking moment Bo Ryan loses the plot and marches through a campfire on I'm a Celebrity because he <laughs> fails to get a cookie, leaving yeah. his co-stars watching in horror. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was marching. I sort of stood in it and uh, it was like a slow-mo walk, but that is true, yeah. It was a slow-mo. It was like the, the best march out anyone's ever seen. I uh, sort of stepped on it and then, like, in my mind, committed to walking through it. And then I, as I got on it, I thought, what? Like, this is, why am I doing this? So I just proceeded to go through it. But it was, um, yeah, that was hard to watch. I made my daughter go to bed for that one. Don't worry about that. But just explain, did everybody else get a cookie and you were the only one left out? Is that what happened? Yeah. We were struggling with food, um, myself and Joey Essex, and um, we had to play a game where you couldn't laugh. And then I thought I didn't laugh, and then the producers said I, I did. And then what they did is they... Everyone had to come and eat their cookies in front of me, which I felt, you know what? I haven't told this story yet, but I felt all right at that. I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. And then Toddy tried to give me her a cookie and they said, no, you have to go and put it in the bin in front of Bo. And I was like, man, I can't, that's not, yeah, that's not healthy for me. I've got to leave the situation and go and just hide under the doona. I feel like a lot of mums listening to this have had very relatable (laughs) stories from daycare. Bo Ryan, I've got a new one. Bo Ryan reveals he uses his hand as toilet paper when he runs out. Nah, that, I haven't heard that one before. That's false. Everyone's done it once. We've got toilet paper here. Yeah, we're, we're loaded up. No, we're, we're ready. <laughs> oh, now we know where it's all gone during the... Yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. all the toilet the paper. There's another headline. There's another one. Yeah. Bo Ryan reveals he will never leave the Shire because, quote, everybody knows me there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... No, nah, I, I won't leave the Shire, No. I think everyone knowing me at this point of time is not a good thing. Um, prior to this show, it was probably okay, but I can't see myself leaving the Shire. Bo, headline or headline? Headline or headline? Oh, yes, yeah, headline, yeah. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. I'm a Celebrities Bo Ryan opens up about a parenting regret. Yeah, I do. Yes, I did. I did open up. I mean, I... Um, that was when uh, I actually saw that on one of the last steps recently. Because, I mean, you forget a lot of the stuff. Probably, you know, Britt, you, you watch it back and you're like, did I say that? Do I really? Did I really walk through the fire? But a lot of the stuff, it feels like I'm watching for the first time and I'm going through it for the first time. But I remember, um, yeah, when I first retired from rugby league, my daughter was little and I retired and I was working so much that um, there was about a six-month period there. We'd spend a lot of time together and I just, I wasn't present and I just, I felt like shit. I just felt... I see, I see so many photos with my daughter and out and about and doing stuff and my mind wasn't there and I just, yeah, I still kick myself about that, to be honest. You know the good thing about your show? You can you can blame producers and editing. I can't blame anyone here because... Uh, uh, some people still footage. try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it, no, give it a red hot crack. I'm not that guy yet. Thank you for coming on and being a part of the show. Anytime. Um, good luck with it. I'll speak to you all soon. Huh? The Life Uncut Radio Show. With Britt Hockley and Laura Byrne. We love that. Laura, I feel like we're about to embark in some therapy with you. Yeah, I do need I mean, for many reasons, I need a bit of therapy. This one isn't it, though. I have committed the cardinal sin when it comes to parenting. That is, you shouldn't bribe your children and you also shouldn't lie to your children. Oh, I thought the cardinal sin was like you leave them at a supermarket or yeah, something. Yeah, I'll kill them. Uh, or lost them. Yeah, like I give them away. Lose or them. Or put them I in the like- bin. <laughs>
Kilburn's a little bit extreme, Mitch. Sorry. Like, really took it far. No, okay, you always get told, like, don't lie to your kids. But there comes a point, I think, for most parents where you realise, actually, it's the only way to get stuff done. Yeah. So I was at the zoo with Molly. Molly's two and a half, and we were at the zoo the other day. and Okay, in your lounge room. No, I wish it was the no. We're at Taronga Zoo at the actual zoo, and she loves it. Like it's so beautiful taking the kids out for a day. It's so like the challenge of getting them out of the house, but once they're there, they love it. Trying to get them home, on the other hand, is a whole other story. Mm. So we're walking towards where the toy shop is and everything, and she wants everything. And I was like, Molly, we have to go because at four p.m. they let the lions out. And she was like, what? And I was like, at 4 p.m., the lions. Yeah, we've got to go before the lions are let out of the cages. And she goes, okay, mummy, okay. And so she she gets the stuff and we're running towards the cage. <laughs> that, and Marley then says to the woman who sells the tickets, we have to go. The lions are coming. <laughs> Next minute they've called the police. They're like, there's a road lion yeah. running around the zoo. And it occurred to me just how naturally the lie just fell out of my mouth. Like, I, and, and I think we all do it. Right then I was like, far out. What did my parents lie to me about? I can't think of anything. And there's four of us kids. There were a lot of lies floating around, I know. But I just remembered when you're telling the tiger story, when we were in the pool and it was really hard to get us out of the pool, this is at my auntie's house, my parents used to say that at a time of day, five o'clock or whenever it was in 10 minutes, they pretended that they got like a text saying it was happening, that there were like gates at either end of the pool that came up and the sharks came out. Oh the, sharks the sharks come out. are coming. The and lions are coming. Do you know how long it took me? I was PTSD. I'm still a grown adult and sometimes I get in and I look at the end of the pool to make sure there's like no gates where the sharks come out. Do you know what another good pool one is? And this has stayed with me into adulthood. If you pee in the pool, the pool water will turn purple. 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 So I never pee in. I mean, I wouldn't do it anyway, but I still think about it every time I'm in a pool and I need to pee. I'm like, oh God, maybe this one will go purple. Look, I wanted my sister Sherry to jump in on this because there's got to be more lies going around. So I've got her on the line. So we're just trying to remember what did mum and dad lie to us about when we were kids? Because I feel like there were so many lies flying around. Oh my God. <laughs> so many things. She's like, where do I begin? Do you remember every time the ice cream, like the Mr. Whippy van would come through the neighbourhood? I feel like a lot of parents do this one. They would say that the music meant that there was more ice cream left in the van. Oh yeah, they're sold out. <laughs> so, this yeah. is like textbook parenting i like to say you know, we, we would just think that it was that it was um run out every single time we were such an unlucky family <laughs> do you know what else i remember they used to say to you all the time sherry gets really bad hay fever and she used to her nose was always running she used to wipe her nose up her face oh. instead of like blowing it and they used to say oh. mum used to say to her that if you keep doing that your nose will be stuck upright like a pig on your face <laughs> I would get like a ski ramp on the end of my nose. <laughs> like me. Some people pay money for that though these days. <laughs> Could have worked out. Look, I also had some excellent ones that slid into the DMs and I wanted to share a couple of with you because I thought that I was a bad person for lying to my kids. And then I realised there's people who were doing much worse than me. <laughs> okay, here's one. The animals on the side of the road were just taking a nap because the road is warm. Oh, oh cute. Aww. That's a good one. Believable too. Yeah, but what, cozy. But it sleeps there for like a week straight? or? But also what if you're in the snow, you're heading out, you know, it's not that warm. Hibernating. Okay, it's hibernating. Cold. <laughs> just yeah, hibernating. They're taking that. They got very cold, had to have a sleep. Okay, I would tell my kids that if they didn't behave on a road trip, they wouldn't be getting a happy meal. They would be getting a sad meal with a piece of rock in it. <laughs> would they actually care? Like, I don't care what kind of meal it is. Just give me No, the, because me happy meals come with toys, whereas yeah. if they get a sad meal, it's like getting coal at Christmas. Oh, I'd still go for the cheeseburger. <laughs>
Okay, my <laughs> mum used to tell me that if I swallowed gum, my poo would come out and then it would bounce up and down in the toilet bowl and it would get stuck to my bottom. Oh, Great. That'd make me want to <laughs> eat gum. I was about to say, I was like, I'd probably be that child be like, I'll oh, just give it a whirl, see what happens. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I heard another one where someone said, if you swallow your chewing gum, your bottom hole is going to get stuck together and then you'll never be able to go to the toilet. All right, give us a call, 131065. What did your parents lie to you about? Brooke, you're on with the girls. Good morning. Uh, hi, ladies. I tell my children that there is a camera in every room oh. and they've always believed it. And so they think that I have an app on my phone that I tell them that I can use the app to go back and see what they've got up to. So the crazy thing is, Brooke, that's a thing these days. Like, we were just having a laugh that back in the day, I said, my parents never said that. Then There were never cameras in my house. But now there are cameras for the dogs. There's cameras for the kids. There's, cam- yep. there's cameras you can put in a pen. Like, you can stalk someone but if I you want. I actually don't have a camera, Brit. That's <laughs> a, it's a lie. I don't have a they believe me that I do. So Brooke, I like that you, you took this lie as far as you could and you were like, not only do I have a camera, but I have it linked to an app. Yeah. Just you really yeah. went strong with the lie. And I think that's what you've got to do. Go hard or go home. You've got to commit to the lie. I agree. Uh, Steph is on 131065. Steffi, what did your parents lie to you about? Oh, well, it's actually what I lied to my daughter about. Um, <laughs> I told her she came home quite disguised with a bit of a deodorant kind of smell and I could smell like some sort of a faint cigarette smell. And um, I'm like, oh, have you been smoking? And she said, no, of course not. I'm like, oh, well, that's good because the dentist will be able to tell when we go there on Friday anyway. So just <laughs> oh, so good. But, you know, you have and to get the dentist on side with this as well. You've got to tell him. No, tell her. No, she wants her daughter to confess now before the dentist. I think yeah. that's not, that was the point. It's like the dentist is – so did she confess? No, no, she didn't, but she freaked out a little bit. I don't think that she had been. I think she'd been around people who had been, but um, I think, yeah, that scared her for a while. I mean, she probably smokes now every day. I don't even know. <laughs> Brooke, I was about to <laughs> who say, knows what know, our kids are doing? She's either she's either smoking and not telling you or she's kissing boys that have been smoking. So I don't know which oh. one you'd prefer. I'm sure it's a good combo of everything at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that one. <laughs> Thank All right, thank you, Steph. Ladies, that's us done for the day. For the morning, we're out. Oh, I could stay forever. I could stay here forever too. We'll be back next week. I mean, yes. Surprisingly, they're still letting us in the offices. <laughs> we're going to come back for another week on. But we love doing the show. And also, if you want to hear more from us, you guys know that we have the podcast. It's Life Uncut Podcast. We have an awesome episode coming out this week with Beck Brown. So anybody who is interested in maybe changing their job, it's a new year. We're still in January. Changing their job, getting a pay rise. Just I mean, pay rise is the up. important one. Everyone wants a pay rise. How do you go to your boss and ask for a promotion or a pay rise? Mm. That's what we're getting to the bottom of. And you know the drill. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell your friends and share the love. Because, because we love love! <laughs> See you next Ready? week. Miss any of the Life on Cut radio show with Britt Hockley and Laura Ben. Hear it in the Catch-Up podcast on iHeartRadio.